Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom Cooks Fast and Slow. I'm Alex Sullivan, and I'm delighted to have you at my kitchen table. Today, I have Mackie Spadacini joining me, who is the chair of the Norwalk, Connecticut Horizons Board. Horizons believes all children should have the opportunity to realize their potential and build their own successful futures. Their students discover the joy of learning, skills for success, and inspiration to achieve their dreams. I am so excited to chat with Mackie about this organization and their emphasis on family being a key ingredient to a child's success. I hope you enjoy. Okay. Hi, Mackie. Thank you so much for joining me on Mom Cooks Fast and Slow. Hi. Thanks for having me, Alex. I'm really grateful for you to do this interview, so thank you so much again. Um, But I thought the best way to kind of start this off is for you to tell me a little bit about yourself, how you wound up raising a family here in New Canaan, and then we are going to really get into the weeds today about the horizons Um, group that you are a part of, that you're chair on the board of, kind of want to lead into kind of how you got involved in that organization, then a bit about the organization. So I'll kick it off to you. Sounds great. Um, So I come from a family that uh, my mom was raised in New Canaan. She lived here her entire life. I was born in Boston, but we moved to New Canaan, back to New Canaan for my mom when I was eight years old. I lived here from age eight to 15. Um, So sort of the formative years through middle school, early high school, I went to boarding school, and then my parents kind of scattered around the country. Um, And I kind of use that as a way to introduce Horizons because Horizons was founded at New Canaan. So I sort of grew up always hearing about it, not quite knowing what it was. Um, Fast forward, once I graduated college, I followed in sort of my family's footsteps, which was in the nonprofit industry. Um, I got my first job out of college was on the opening team of the Glasshouse Museum, which is also funny because I currently now live across the street from the Glasshouse. So I was very privileged to be on this phenomenal nonprofit startup team in this very fast-paced environment, meeting some of the best and brightest fundraisers, um, philanthropists and sort of do-gooders in this like art and design world. It was a very cool job right here in New Canaan. So it sort of introduced me to the working world in my hometown, but it also sort of gave me a crash course in what it meant to work in a small shop startup environment. Um, from there, I moved on to being a city girl, like most kids our age, 20-year-olds our age, I really wanted to live in the city. So um, I was connected to a position at Mount Sinai Hospital, where I ended up working on and off for 12 years um, in the development industry. I raised money primarily for the medical school, but I hit a lot of different programmatic areas while I was there. I raised money for the Department of Neurology, uh, the Liver Institute, many different areas within the hospital, which was incredible because it just showed me a lot about the medical world, showed me a lot about healthcare industry. Um, And in the nonprofit world, there's sort of like three main sectors. It's museums and art, healthcare, and then finally where I landed was in Stanford um, at AmeriCares, which is a sort of human rights organization um, 
they help provide medical access, free medical access to the underserved and under-resourced communities really around the country, but they have quite a presence in Connecticut, um, especially. So uh, while I was at AmeriCares and sort of like transitioning from New York City out to Connecticut, um, I interviewed at several different nonprofits locally in Connecticut, knowing I wanted to be home with my family um, and just more accessible to my kids. I actually interviewed for a role at Horizons at Norwalk Community College. Um, Again, I had heard about it growing up, wasn't really quite sure what they did, but through the interview process, I I did learn a lot more. Um, and, And during that process, I met the then board chair, whose name is Karen Calby. She's just such a force. And she and I really hit it off. We totally clicked. Um, and she was very candid with me that the position just like wasn't right for me. It, it was probably a little bit below where I was professionally and it was part-time. And she just, she was like, you're amazing. We can be great friends. Let's keep in touch, but you're not the right fit for this role. And I was like, okay. So then I landed at AmeriCares. Fast forward two years later, I had another child I just truly couldn't work anymore. My husband was traveling full time, four to five days a week. We were stretched way too thin. So I agonized for about six months and ultimately decided that the best foot forward was for me to stay home with my kids and leave leave the working world for a little while. And it truly was devastating for me. It was all I knew for 15 years. I really loved my job. Um, and I desperately wanted to find a way to keep my foot in the door so I wouldn't sort of like turn off that side of my brain. Um, and it was almost like Karen, the former board chair, had like a sixth sense because she contacted me within a week of me leaving my job at AmeriCares and said, I know we haven't talked in a while, but we have an open board seat. I, I feel like you would be a great fit with your background in development would you ever consider joining the Horizons board? I, you know, obviously the timing could not have been more perfect. It didn't require a ton of my time. It allowed me to stay involved with the nonprofit and sort of flex those muscles in a much lighter capacity. Um, and I knew that it was a very well-respected board and organization, and I was just so ready to learn more. And from there, my, my role just grew and, um, I've deepened my engagement with the organization and learned so much more. And now I'm lucky enough to be board chair. That's amazing. I love, I love that story. And I love kind of how your path as an adult or from, you know, young adolescence to becoming an adult kind of follows in the way that you volunteered your time, Um, you know, in your twenties being really invested in healthcare and cutting edge things. And then becoming more involved in your family led you to an organization that, you know, we'll get into Horizons, but it seems very focused on making sure that families are involved in children's lives and and their communities and, and growing that relationship. And so I just, I, I love that, that story and that path. Um, so I wanted to discuss and get into a bit about what Horizons does, what it brings to the table for children, for families, for the communities they serve. Um, and kind of, you know, how that program is, I, I know you said it started in New Canaan, you are part of the Norwalk chapter, and then I know there's there's a bunch of other chapters as well. So kind of you could speak to that broadly about Horizons and then also more specifically about the Norwalk chapter. Sure. So Horizons is a national organization 
Um, its tagline is that it's a six-week summer program for under-resourced children in respective areas where it's where each chapter is located. Um, I'm not going to get the history exactly right, but it was founded by a group of people uh, affiliated with New Canaan Country School right here in New Canaan, Connecticut. Um, and this was many years ago, 50-something years ago. Someone's going to correct me on that. Um, and since then, it sort of blossomed into this national organization. The headquarters is based in Westport. Um, because of the proximity of it being right in New Canaan and you know, nationals based in Westport, Connecticut happens to have the most chapters, but we have over 50 chapters, maybe over 60 at this point, um, across the country, which is just tremendous. Uh, clearly, there was something needed. Um, and so the Horizon team ran with it. I'm lucky enough to be chairing the board for the Norwalk chapter. And what makes us unique is we are actually based on a college campus, which I think every other chapter is based on an independent school campus like New Canaan Country School. Um, so we obviously love that fact about ourselves and we think it makes us very special because it allows our students of which are pre-K, well, K through high school to see sort of the steps they can take in the future that could be for them. Um, so while I say it's a six week summer program, it actually spans an entire year because we offer programming to these kids and their families throughout the entire year. And that's really important for us to find a way to grow these relationships beyond just the six weeks. And it's not really, I mean, some people say, oh, it's, it's a summer camp. Uh, yes, technically it is a six-week summer camp for those six weeks, but it's so much more than that. This is a way that these kids can tap into their deepest potential, go on very unique field trips, um, sort of like help enhance and continue the education that they concluded in uh, the end of the spring when they finished school. Um, and it really helps us address what we think is a huge issue, which is this concept of the summer slide, which for many kids that we know in New Canaan and surrounding affluent communities, we don't necessarily experience because our kids are going to camps, they're going to sports camps, they're going to fun summer camps, they're doing any tutoring that they might need because we have the resources. Many of these kids' families don't know that that exists, they don't have access to them, they don't have the resources, the funding to help their kids stay ahead of the curve. Um, and especially during COVID, I mean, the layers of addressing that this problem has and needs is just vast. So we've found that our program is even more essential right now to address those uh, academic needs. So I was looking on your website and Horizons boasts that um, evaluations consistently find that over one six-week summer session, Horizon students improve social skills, improve self-confidence and motivation, have greater willingness to try new things, improve school year attendance, develop greater interest in nutrition, learn to swim, and have high satisfaction with the program. And that's amazing. And I was just hoping to understand maybe on a more detailed level of what specific things you guys do like walk me through a couple of classes or experiences that Horizons gives to these kids to achieve those amazing goals yeah. that you guys achieve and get great I, feedback I from it. families. I, it, every time I hear those stats, I just it's so gratifying. You know, these kids are sincerely impacted by 
this program. And it, it's just seeing the numbers. We have a 92% attendance rate for those six weeks. I mean, that's just tremendous. These are kids who, in most cases, have two full-time working parents, um, struggled to get to places. As a result, we provide them with free transportation to and from Horizon. So we try to make it so accessible and easy for them. Um, you know, there is an entire academic piece to this. We, we follow the Norwalk public school standards. Um, we allow our teachers to create the curriculum. So there's, there's that whole piece. Um, in addition to that, we offer so many different specials. Like you mentioned swimming, we make sure that our kids are swimming at least twice a week, every class. Um, we find that to be hugely important. Many of these kids have never swam before, don't know how to swim. Um, so we provide that opportunity. We actually have a relationship with the New Canaan YMCA. So we bus them to and from the program twice a week to swim. We have a robust STEM program. We partner with Norwalk Community College, which has a terrific culinary arts program, um, to help our kids gain access to that. Um, they you know, spend some time in the kitchen. They cook. Uh, we have so many ideas around that that for another day. Um, there's a great music program. We invite in different people to present to them different musical instruments. And uh, we have a great social and emotional learning component. They're also doing a lot of sports. We have a soccer program. They're doing some yoga throughout the program. There's a martial arts offering. They play basketball. I mean, every time I go visit the program, which is several times throughout the summer, these kids are outside doing something cool, whether it's like someone coming to visit from an outside program to teach them, or they're just like playing a really intense basketball game or kickball game. They produce a yearbook every year at the end of their six weeks. Um, and then there's a whole community service piece where they have a full community service day. There's a service learning component. So they're really like within the six weeks, they're hitting so many different corners of childhood development beyond just the academic piece, which is obviously the bread and butter of our program. Um, I mean, I could go on about our field trips. Last year, um, last summer, they, well, our program every year has a theme. Last summer, the theme was I Love Norwalk. So from that, we produce so many different Norwalk-themed program uh, add-ons. So they did field trips to Wakeman Town Farm, Red Schoolhouse, the Maritime Center. They went out on a boat. They went to the Rowayton Arts Center. They visited the Sheffield Island Lighthouse. So we are doing everything we can to work with our local community to make sure these kids are seeing what's around them. They're getting out there. So this is this is what you know what really drew me to Horizons and why I find it so unique and valuable to the community is that you guys really take community seriously. It seems like the kids that are applying to these programs have families that understand the value of that, of being involved in their community, of not having the summer slide. So can you talk a bit about the relationship that Horizon has with these families um, on the whole, how you include families in your programming or um, the community within your programming, and then also, you know, how these families find you or how you recruit families. It's a layered answer. Um, 
So we do take really seriously the whole family. Um, it's really important to us to get to know the parents, understand family circumstances, and sort of use those as uh, motivators to enhance our programming for the whole family. Um, we offer workshops throughout the year for parents. One's on combating bullying. There's one on emotional regulation, one on financial literacy, which I personally think is so important. Um, we took a survey. We heard that parents really wanted to learn more about self-care and how to access that for themselves and some back to school tips. So like those are just some very concrete examples about how we benefit the whole family. We've been thinking about offering swimming lessons to parents as well. We have a lot of parents who have never swam. Um, and then the other piece is we take really seriously working with uh, the local Norwalk public schools to help us identify students that might really benefit from the program. Um, that I would say is sort of our biggest funnel is, is recommendations. Beyond that, we, uh, we have a lot of table opportunities. We call it tabling. We table at Norwalk Community College because there are a lot of parents, local parents, um, that attend the college. So that's, that's one piece. Um, and just to kind of build on that. So our executive director actually does interview all of the new applicants. So that's typically pre-K kids. Um, and the reason she, I mean, she does that for so many reasons, but also because it's really important for her to see what type of family these kids are coming from. Um, and yes, we do have a lot of families that learn about Horizons on their own, but we also have families that their kid doesn't do any activities. Their kid doesn't do karate after school, doesn't take basketball, doesn't have, he's not in a STEM club. He's not doing all of these extracurriculars. And we're more likely to take that kid compared to the kid who is involved with a lot of those activities because the kid who isn't really needs this so much more than the kid whose parents is super aware of all the different happenings in Norwalk. So we're, we're just working super hard to make sure we're um, admitting the right kids who really need this program. Wonderful. That was going to be my, my follow-up question, but you answered it. There's one more relationship I want to mention. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Please do. Please do. Um, and it, go, it speaks to community and it's another way that we've found um, some applicants. And it's uh, in the past year, our executive director, God bless her, created a relationship with the Norwalk Community Health Center, which was so cool for me to see because it really um, felt a lot like my work with AmeriCares. It's, I, I'm sure you've driven by it. So many of us have driven by it. It's right across the street from REI next to like Silver Dollar Diner, whatever that place is called that I love. Um, it's a community health center that, much like AmeriCares, provides health access to the underserved community of Norwalk. Um, so we created a relationship with them um, based on the glaring mental health needs of our children. And because of that relationship, we are now able to fast track our Horizon students should they have any mental health needs. Beyond that, we have been able to work with their administration to help identify families who have children that might benefit from the program. So that to me is just such an amazing example of how our program is able to partner with another local Norwalk organization to make an even deeper impact. And the families that have graduated through the program or have you know graduated high school and moved on, that might be families 
that you are really targeting to help, the ones that originally weren't involved in their children's kind of academic success. What is the feedback from those families? Is it, oh my gosh, you guys kind of changed the way we look at things and, and you know, how we've grown as a family? Or is it, thank you for helping us because we had no way of being able to do this and I'm glad you guys did it? You know, what, what is that feedback like from the people that have gone through the program and now are adults? Yeah, so our program is actually only 10 years old. So our oldest students are only in 11th grade, entering into 12th. Um, I mean, just nuts and bolts based on that. We offer positions for those kids who are interested to come back and act as mentors for the next summer program. Um, Every year we're adding on another grade level. So our goal in the next two to three years is to have a full K through 12 program. I can speak a little bit to what I've, I've seen from the New Canaan Country School alumni program, which is like vastly impressive. I mean, it is just so impressive to see some of these alumni of the program and the amazing things they, things that they've done. Um, and I, I've heard, and I, I know that the feedback is just immensely positive. Um, these kids are more likely to go to college. They're more likely to seek help and ask questions when needed. Um, one of my fellow board members on the Norwalk board is an alum himself. His little brother is currently in the program. Um, So yeah, in short, yes, it is immensely impactful. If there's someone listening or someone listening that knows someone that would like to apply to the program, you know, what does that application process look like? And then how do we volunteer if we want to be a part of this amazing organization? Yeah. So we're actually in the application process right now, just opened a couple of weeks ago and it closes on March 1st. Um, I'll be transparent in saying that it is very competitive. Um, We typically only have pre-K spots. A lot of that goes to siblings of current students. We sometimes have like one or two spots in older grades, but that's due to someone moving or, you know, whatever family circumstance means that they can't continue. But um, there is always a wait list. The need is huge. I wish we could expand to bigger classes, but also by design, we keep it very intimate and special for the kids that are there. Um, our website has the portal from which you can apply. Um, you can also email directly our executive director whose email address is on the website. Um, but through our website is the best way to apply. For those listening who would like to get involved with a local nonprofit, um, you should email me. <laughs> Um, there's lots of ways to get involved. We, in the last year, have established what we're calling the Women's Ambassador Council. And that's a group of women who want to dig a little bit deeper in their volunteerism. Um, we have book drives. We have uh, a drive where we create welcome baskets for the classes for the beginning of each summer. Um, we have a Christmas drive where we collect um, designated Christmas gifts for the kids to come through and pick out from. Um, and from there, you know, we're building out some events and different ways for people to learn more about the organization in like an intimate way. So we have a golf tournament every year in September that is a significant fundraiser for us. Um, it's a great way to like have fun and get involved and learn more about the organization in sort of like a hands-off way. 
Um, so I think there's sort of something for everyone, depending on how you'd like to get involved. And we're always looking for new and unique ways to engage local communities. Well, I love that. I will definitely be getting involved myself because I just, I love the vision of this organization. So you are on Mom Cooks Fast and Slow. So I have to end with my favorite question um, and kind of in the the theme of how important family and community is to the success of all of us and our children. What is your fam favorite family tradition and why? Oh, I love this question. So my, my young family is still creating a lot of our traditions. We're like testing the waters on some of these hopeful traditions like pizza night on Christmas or... I don't know. That's that's a new one I hope sticks. But one of our family traditions that we've done now for, gosh, 10 plus years uh, is actually with my husband's family in upstate New York where hockey is life. Um, either Thanksgiving or Christmas, whichever holiday sort of garners the most family in one place, we always rent ice, ice time at the local rink and we get as many family members out and we just like mess around on the ice for an hour and it's so much fun especially as our kids get older I mean I can remember when we brought our oldest out for the first family skate she was in a car seat and now I've got three kids like bombing around out there and it's just been such a nice progression of time to see how this family skate has grown and I, I love it so much I love that well, thank you, Mackie. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Alex. A pleasure to be on. And I will include all the links to Horizons um, and any email addresses that, you know, are able to be publicly shared for people to reach out if they want to get more involved. Thanks, Mackie.